I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. I let out some real frustrations and I vented. <laughs> because of some of the things that I was facing. And I, I read some very, very powerful scriptures, one of which was James 1, beginning at verse 2. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse or different kinds of trials, tests. There's a stomach being healed right now. And temptations. Well, how in the world can I count it joy when I fall into different kinds of trials and tests and temptations? How can I count it joy when the bottom falls out? How can I count it joy when it looks like the devil is winning and I'm losing? How? 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 And, and we say, God, how? How could you let this happen to me? Count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, temptations, and tests, knowing this. If you don't know this, you can't count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, tests, and temptations, knowing this that the trying or the testing of your faith produces patience. I am an impatient person. I want it now. I don't want to wait. And You may be just like me. I want it now. How many of you have noticed that God doesn't always do it right now? He has the agenda. <laughs> And I've told him how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, and who to do it to. He's never done it my way once. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse or different kinds of trials, tests, and temptations. How can you count it joy when the devil is hitting you up the side of your head with a lead pipe? How can you count that joy unless you know this, that the trying of your faith works patience? And people say, well, God, how could you let this happen? Well, let me tell you something. There's another scripture, and you ought to look it up. I don't need to look it up because it's one of my favorite, perhaps my favorite scripture in the whole New Testament. John 10.10. 10. The thief, or the devil, cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Friend, that's why Satan is after you. He comes but for three reasons, to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, let me tell you what. You may not have understood this. Satan was defeated at Calvary. When Jesus went to the cross to cut a new covenant in his shed blood for the remission of sin, when he took the stripes on his back for your healing and mine, he defeated Satan. When he was crucified, dead and buried and rose from the dead, he defeated Satan, but Satan has not yet been destroyed. The Apostle Paul tells us what the devil is doing. He is walking about seeking whom he may devour. He comes as a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion, but he comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Although he was defeated at Calvary, he has not yet been destroyed. The thief, John 10, 10 tells us, cometh not before to steal, kill, and destroy. So we understand where these bad things are coming from. So don't blame God for what the devil did. The thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus Finish the scripture by saying, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Lindsay has been talking in terms of superior in quality 
and excessive in quantity. Let me say that again. Superior in quality and excessive in quantity. Now let's just look for a moment at the negative side and the positive side of this statement. From the negative side, we have all the forces of the devil coming to steal, kill, and destroy. He's the author of sin, the author of fear, the author of sickness and disease. He is the author of all those bad things. He comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But let's look at the positive side. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, abundant life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Thank God for His abundant life. That means that even though Satan is coming against me with fear, sometimes fear strikes me. Satan is coming against me with doubt. Sometimes doubt strikes me. Sometimes Satan will strike at me in my body. Sometimes he'll strike at me in my, in my spirit or in my mind or, or in my family or in, or in my finances or in some other way against the ministry. But I know that my Redeemer liveth. And I know that greater is he who's in me than he that is in the world. Therefore, I distinguish between what the devil is trying to do and what God sent Jesus to do. I understand that it's the devil that's coming against me to try to steal, kill, and destroy. Because he has not yet been destroyed. Although he was defeated at Calvary, he has not yet been destroyed. So therefore, I know who the adversary is. And really, if you want to know the truth, he's not trying to get me, he's not trying to get you, he's trying to separate us from our faith. Because if he separates from our faith, then he does have us. But I've got news for him, he's not going to be victorious over me. Now, I don't enjoy suffering. I don't enjoy the attacks of the devil any more than you do. I don't like it when it comes against my family. I don't like it when it comes against my person, my body. I don't like it when it comes against our finances, our ministry's finances. I don't like it when those things happen, but I do know who the source is. It's Him. Little H, Him. But Him, H, capital H, Jesus, is on my side. Because He said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And that leads me to 3 John 2. Beloved I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Ooh, man, let that sink in a minute. The words of the Lord to you and to me, beloved, that's how he feels. Beloved, he calls us, the devil's not calling you his beloved, but Jesus is. Beloved, I wish above all things, not most things, not almost all things, not nearly everything. No, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That means abundant life comes in the form of prospering in every area of your life. Spirit, mind, body, family, finances, whatever it is that you need. That's what Jesus wants. So if you have accepted the lie of the devil and blamed it on God, it's time to change. It's time to change. It's time to turn the tables on the devil. It's time to say, Satan, you may come against me to steal and kill and destroy, but in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. 
Remember the story of David and Goliath? Goliath said when he saw David, a young teenager coming against him, Am I a dog that you send a, a, a boy against me? You know? <laughs> and uh, David said, You come at me with your spear and with your sword, but I come against you in the name of the Lord God Almighty. And today, Goliath, I'm going to cut your head off. And David did. He was victorious. And you see, Goliath represents the devil and all of his forces. Now, we're not going to take a physical sword like David did in those days, but we're going to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Father, in the authority of Jesus' name right now, I take this Word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but this Word I'm holding, the Word of God, will not pass away. I take this Word, which is the sword of the Spirit, and I cut, and I cut, and I cut, and I cut the head off of the plan of the devil. And friend, I pray over you that you make a decision today to recognize the difference between the negative attack of the devil and the positive forces of God. For the devil comes only but for to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. Abundant life. God wants you to have an abundant life. So stop blaming God for what the devil did or what the devil is trying to do. You know, it's so precious. Whenever Satan comes against me, I remember what Jesus said. That he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. Therefore, I can stand up against sickness and disease and fear and doubt and demons and, and poverty and financial distress and all those types of things. I can stand up for against them in my life and I can stand up against them in your life. That's why our ministry exists. And if you want to make contact with us, send me an email. Let me know what you're going through. Oralroberts.com. We've not changed the website. Even though my dad's gone, the website remains. <laughs> Or call the prayer group, 918-495-7777, or write me. All the prayer requests come to me, and I hold them in my hands. I take those prayer requests every day, hold them in my hands. I lay my hands on the person's name and the prayer request, and I pray. And then I always sit down and write a letter and bring a good word back to you from the Bible. You can always make contact with us. Email oralroberts.com. Call the prayer group, 918-495-7777. Write me, Richard Roberts. There are the addresses on the screen. Because this is a healing ministry, and that's why we call this program The Place for Miracles. Thank you for tuning in to The Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life prayer group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.